Hello everyone, this is Jay Dobbins, your host of the Marvel slash DC Universe fan club. We are now episode 18, and I have breaking news for y'all. John Wick chapter 3 is already in the works, and I'll be doing a review on John Wick chapter 2. And of course, I will make a brief announcement of a new Marvel character that has been confirmed for Avengers Infinity War. Someone you're pretty much familiar with. So, spoiler alert. I will be talking about uh, John Wick Chapter 3. So, I will be including, you know, parts of the movie. So, of Chapter 2. So, if you don't want to hear this, then I strongly suggest you do not listen to this podcast until after you see... Uh, John Wick Chapter 2. So, just get, give me all a warning to not listen to the podcast if you do not want to hear um things that happened in John Wick Chapter 2. So, of course, I'll be talking about uh Chapter 3 being in the works right now. So, just letting y'all know, y'all have been warned. So, here goes. In 2014, John Wick became a sleeper action hit, uh, wowing moviegoers with its innovative gun-fu set pieces and intricate world building. The underground assassin society begged to be explored further in follow-ups, and John Wick Chapter 2 delivered on the promise of its predecessor in highly entertaining ways. Not only was the action next-level director... Uh, was it Chad Stahelski and uh, writer Derek um, Kolstad expanded the franchise's mythology in ways that felt organic and natural, never forcing something for the sake of making a sequel. The critical and hopefully commercial success of Chapter 2 means that a third installment should be on its way soon. Though the studio hasn't officially given it a green light, but, you know, still in the works. They are planning it and trying to decide, okay, how they're going to, you know, what kind of script they're going to do for it. So, uh, the first John Wick was very much a self-contained story showing a former um, hitman get revenge and avenge the murder of his beloved puppy. In contrast, Chapter 2 is a bit more open-ended, teasing fans with a tantalizing cliffhanger that presents a very certain future for John and his unnamed uh, pet bull. So, here how here's how John Wick 2 sets up Chapter 3. So, first is Excommunicado. John's motivations for returning to the fold in Chapter 2 are not as emotional and personal as they were in the first film. But, they're nothing less intriguing. Uh, word is, word of his comeback spread through the criminal network, and old acquaintances, uh, like, you know, old acquaintance Santino, Santino D'Antonio, comes to ask John to fulfill a blood oath they made uh, many years ago, Santino helped John with his mythical impossible task, 
which allowed Wick to leave the assassin life. And now it's John's turn to aid Santino. John is tasked with murdering Santino's sister, Gianna, so Santino can have her seat at the high table. Of course, John is successful in his mission, but then the tables are turned. Instead of simply honoring the arrangement and letting John go in peace, Santino makes public his intention to extract revenge for his sister's death and uh, places an open $7 million contract on John. Wick is then forced to fight for his life against a sprawling lineup of hitmen, killing a plethora of people uh, in a multitude of brutal ways. His blood-soaked quest uh, leads him straight to Santino, who's then, uh, who has, sorry, who has then, of course, taken refuge at the Continental Hotel, where conducting business is strictly forbidden. So, of course, you know that's the cardinal rule that was in the first one, which was you couldn't conduct um, business on Continental grounds. So, uh, was it Miss Perkins pretty much paid that price? So. Um, but at this point, John does not care about the rules and makes a truly shocking decision. In the Continental Lounge, after Santino taunts John by saying uh, he can essentially stay at the hotel indefinitely, John, right in front of hotel manager Winston, played by Ian McShane, pulls out a gun and shoots Santino in the head explicitly violating one of the two basic laws of the assassin culture. Uh, the other being uh, fulfilling blood oaths. Uh, it's a choice that has severe consequences for John, something he very well understood when he pulled the trigger. Uh, those who saw that happen to Perkins, of course, in the first film, know what's in store for Mr. Wick. Uh, it's mostly, you know, it's like, it's mostly likely, it most likely involves a dinner reservation for one. Uh, in Chapter 2's final scene, John is summoned by Winston, who reveals that uh, the price on John's head is now doubled. Winston is taking a the contract, Winston is taking the contract international and has excommunicated John from all continental locations and benefits. As a courtesy, he gives his old friend one hour to escape, but John is going to literally be fighting against the world on his own now. John warns Winston that no matter who comes for him, he will kill them all and then runs uh, to safety with his dog, paranoid that anyone watching him in New York could be an assassin plotting to collect a bounty. The man who wanted nothing more than to just get out and leave in peace is now in deeper than he's ever been. So, where can he uh, go? So, you know, where, where, so where does this story go? Is that, um, 
should John Wick chapter three come into uh what was that fruition somehow? And uh there's nothing suggesting it won't. The obvious route for Stahusky, sorry, Stahelski, Stahelski, sorry, and company to go is is to pick up right where they left off, having the whole film be about John as a global, globally wanted man uh, with a death sentence, and examining how um, he can correct the situation. So this could make a this could make for a refreshing change of pace as Wick will be trying to survive with extremely limited resources. Uh in the first two installments, he had full access to all the perks that come with the Continental membership, including a tactical tailor and his very own Q. Who sets him? Who uh, sets him up with much-needed artillery? Now, however, if John shows his face at any of the hotels, he's a dead man walking. So, even though uh, John Wick is the most wanted—sorry, is the most lethal hitman in history—he is—he uh, will still need some help. If he is to ward off everyone who is coming after him, a possibility there could be the Bowery King, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's uh, enigmatic character from um, Chapter 2. Stahelski is hopeful Fishburne would return in another film should the opportunity present itself. And the Bowery King is mysterious enough to warrant another appearance. In fact, the director claims to envision him as an integral part uh, of his idea for a third movie. So, it would be a shame if we never saw a crime lord again based on his uh, interactions with John. It's clear the two have a tumultuous, uh, sorry, a tumultuous history, but they did join uh, forces and could go, sorry, and could do so again, depending on the situation. The Bowery King and his uh, personal army uh, were very much off the grid, and could give John asylum if. Uh, he was in a giving mood. But, since Wick has so little to offer in return, he's more uh, desperate than he was in Chapter 2. Would the Bowery King you know, be so charitable? I mean, who knows? Uh, so, if John is out of friends in the United States, he could look elsewhere for aid. Stahelski mentioned in an interview with a in with a screen rant that uh, the story could possible shift you know could uh, the story could possibly shift gears to the Middle East or Asia 
uh, two regions uh, he is a fan of. So, there's still a lot of, sorry, there's still a lot about John's past audiences uh, do not know. So, it's plausible, you know, he has some contacts in foreign lands who could lend a helping hand. Setting um, the third installment in a different country, after Rome you know, took center stage in Chapter 2, um, could be a wise creative choice uh, and give uh, the filmmakers more interesting locations to use for whatever set pieces they have in mind for the next outing. Given how heavily uh, martial arts inspired the action of John Wick, this could also be a great way to pay homage uh, to its audience and roots. Uh, Opening the door for mind-blowing action. Oh yeah. So, even if John is to find an ally or two, he faces a task even more impossible than the one he previously accomplished. Uh, If he's able to kill Winston, it doesn't necessarily mean the contract will be lifted. So, unless Wick singly, singly, sorry, unless Wick single-handedly mows through everybody in the Assassin Network, uh, which would, you know, stretch the realm of believer, uh, believer, sorry, believability. He's going to have to find some way to get, uh, sorry, he's going to have to find some way to get out, of course. So, but, uh, you know, but yeah, he's going to have to find some way to get the the account canceled before someone gets the better of him. Uh, that has a lot of potential to be a compelling narrative, placing the protagonist in a perilous situation that's without precedent. As long as the dog is safe and secure, fans would happily be on board for that. <laughs> so yeah, keep that dog safe, John, since that's the link to, since that's the link to your beloved Helen. So rest in peace, Helen. So John Wick versus the world looks to be the main pitch for John Wick Chapter Three, and if the results are anything like the first two entries, viewers will be in for a treat. They've set themselves up nicely for a film that can further escalate the stakes while at the same time revealing more about the larger universe. Guarantee, uh, sorry, uh, granted, uh, it'll be hard to see how this potential plot could be topped in a fourth entry. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a four. Oh, actually, you know what? There probably would be a four because, um, you know, it, I think, you know, they might do a prequel. So the prequel might be the final chapter. You never know. You know, say he does survive chapter three 
And, you know, he's probably in a, in a home or somewhere in a house off the grid or whatever with his dog. And, you know, he might reflect on his life as, you know, a, um, you know, a contract killer hitman, you know. So who knows? We might be able to see that part where he killed three men in the bar with a pencil. So that'd be cool. And I was kind of, you know, I would, I do, I did wonder what his impossible task looked like. So that might be, you know, prequel. That's if Keanu Reeves is in, you know, wants to, or, you know, that's if he wants to do a fourth film. So that's up to him. But, you know, I think a prequel probably would be necessary, but, you know, maybe. But maybe it's not important. So, but some prequels aren't necessary, but I feel like they're, you know, there would, you know, it would be necessary for the John Wick, still, you know, series. So, but you know, just a thought. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, but so perhaps, you know, now is the time for Stahelski, sorry, Stahelski, Helski, Stahelski, to go for broke and cap off a thrilling action trilogy unlike anything we've seen. So with John ideally finally getting to live a tranquil existence with no worries about who may come to visit, time will tell, but there are a number of possibilities for the filmmakers to go, and audience can't wait to see what they have in store. So John Wick is now playing in theaters, so in, you know, of course, so I'm thinking about seeing that a second time, so. But yeah, so that concludes this, um, this topic, of course, and I'm going to give my reviews, now I'm going to give my reviews on John Wick Chapter 2, so I think that John Wick Chapter 2 exceeded all expectations, you know, it's more action, more rootin' tootin' ready for shooting. you know, and, you know, the storyline was understandable, but honestly, I did not see, you know, that breaking the cardinal rule. I, I never thought that I would see the day when John Wick actually broke the cardinal rule, which is never to do business in continental grounds. So he just like, oh, he was like, oh, I'm going to seek refuge. You know, Santino was like, oh, you know, I'm going to seek refuge, you know, in the continental you know, I'm going to stay here indefinitely, you know, you can't get me, ha ha, but John was like, you know what, screw it, you know, I've been, you know, I'm tired of chasing you, I've been chasing you for quite some time, I just decided, okay, blow his head off, but honestly, when he came to the Continental with the gun, I was like, oh no, you know, we were like, oh, don't do it, don't do it, next thing you know, pow, you know, but the joke was on, the joke was on Santino pretty much, you know, I mean, because think about it, John did, he broke, you know, two cardinal rules, which is don't do a blood oath, and most importantly, do not conduct business on continental grounds in any of the continental hotels in any country. So, but uh, yeah, you know, I like that part where, you know, like uh, like when he was in Rome, you know, that little shootout he did when when he did his little exit. Now that was off chain. I was like, wow, you know, just all those shooting techniques. I was like. You know, he just he was just blowing them away, man. He was using his gun. He was using the machine gun and the shotgun. 
you know, he was, you know, using all that. So when until he ran out of bullets for all those guns, you know, he only had his pistol. And he was just using that too, taking somebody else's gun, taking their. I was like, wow. And then that fight with Common, you know, that was a good fight too. But it was, you know, what was funny was he was shooting everybody, but when he when he came to Common, he could never hit him with a bullet. It took a knife to, you know, take him out. So I was like, wow, you know. But uh, you know, of course, you know. I don't think Common's going to be in the third installment. I'd be very surprised if he does, but, you know, he, he got he got stabbed, and I guess they, he the knife had an artery, so if he ever takes it out, he bleeds out, dies. You know, the end, you know, end of Common, so wouldn't be surprised. But, hey, he probably he probably pulled the knife out and decided, okay, screw it. But then I was like, you know, at the end, yeah, I'm all over the place. Um, honestly... The, uh, what's that? What's the dude? Vigo Altelsov, or, you know, his name's hard to pronounce. You know, I didn't know Vigo had a brother, so that surprised me. But at least the brother didn't get killed, so he was like, you know what? He could have killed me right here, you know? Hey, because it turns out, you know, you kind of wondered, like, what happened to John Wick's car, you know? Since Aurelio wouldn't take the car because it belonged to John, so... What's that dude's name? Yosef, you know, Vigo's son, was like, okay, we're going to take our business somewhere, someplace else. So I was thinking, okay, where did he go? Oh, he went to his uncle's, Vigo's brother's place, and gave the, you know, gave the car to him. And he kept the car. And then John Wick eventually found the car. You know, it got totaled, but, yeah, I don't think he's going to get that car back now that he's a wanted man all over the world, so... And I'm thinking it's going to take a while for, uh, you know, Aurelio, played by John Leguizamo, to fix that car. So, yeah. He's going to I mean, I hope he got some allies somewhere that are off the books. But I was thinking, you know, I know his wife, Helen, who died in the movie. I know she has family. So he might have to seek refuge with them. And hopefully not put them in danger. But. You know, we'll see what happens in the third movie once they get the green light. But I just like, wow, you know. But I was, I was also wondering, you know, who's going to get that seat at the table? You know, there's an empty seat now since Santino's dead and Gianna's dead. So, and, uh, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention in the first, um, in the first topic that uh, Sharon, who is the receptionist at the, uh, at the Continental Hotel is going to play a big role in the third film. And Winston, played by Ian McShane, is also going to play a big role in the film. And Continental is going to play a big role in the film, too. In the third film, too. So, yeah, be ready for that. But anyway, back to the movie. Um, you know, the car stunts were good. You know, that shoe. Man, that, the sound of that Mustang was like, wow. You'd be like, dang, you just... Woo! Kind of got me thinking about that Fast and Furious car, that uh, that car that Vin Diesel was driving, you know. So that was uh, yeah, it's oof, man, it exceeded all expectations. And this time the body count was huge. So now you know I lost count of how many people he actually capped in this movie. So. Yeah, because I know, I know for a fact that in the first film, hopefully you guys actually seen the first film, 
But if you count, if you, you know, if you do like a little kill count, you'd be located. This is how many people you killed. So turns out it was somewhere between 75 or 76 in that movie. So, but yeah, this, oh man, this movie was so good. I'm definitely buying it on iTunes and I'm definitely going to be seeing it a second time. And I'm definitely going to, of course, buy it on iTunes when it comes out. But man, like I said, that movie exceeded all expectations. And I think that, that movie was worth the wait. The action was good, the, you know, the stunts were good, the fight sequences were good, you know, Keanu Reeves did, you know, he trained very hard for this, um, you know, he, you know, he, of course he trained very hard for this, he's been going to the range, shooting, you know, just, you know, he's, he's done judo, jujitsu, and other, you know, martial arts, so, you know, all that went well with the movie, so... The uh, cinematography was excellent. You know, car stunts were excellent. The settings, everything. The luck, you know, I you know a little luxury too. That was good. You know, I liked how he was. I like how you know the costume designing was good. I like how he was all GQ'd up. The music was good. Um, you know, I give it two thumbs, way way up. Uh, give it a ten out of ten, a five out of five. So. You know, I hope, you know, those who have seen it, I hope you guys liked it. So, but yeah, you know, everything about it was excellent. You know, the fighting seat, the choreography, oh man, the choreography, especially with the gun moves, the fight scenes, that was all excellent on so many levels, man. I mean, I ain't never seen a contract killing movie like this before, man. Matter of fact, this movie makes Jason Bourne and Jack Reacher look like punks. Makes their movies look like child's play. That's how good this John Wick movie is. So, but yeah, it, like I said, it exceeded all expectations. Just mind blowing. You'd be like, oh my god, you like, wow. But you know that breaking the continental rule thing that was unexpected. You know, I'm thinking like, wow, you know, like he actually did not care about the rules anymore because back in the first one he did. But you know, he was you know this time. You know, Winston decided, okay, I'm not going to kill you because I don't, you know, I chose not to. But I am going to revoke, you know, your, uh, your membership of the Continental. So he, of course, he's going to do that. But other than that, he's on his own. So the car, now the contract is now international, nationwide now. So you'd be like, okay, he's excommunicated. Um, you know, he can no longer, Go to any continental hotels since his membership is not revoked. But you know he got a better deal than Miss Perkins because Miss Perkins shoe she didn't get no you know she didn't get no one hour window. Well, she got excommunicated once. Shoot, matter of fact, her membership got revoked by her own hand. Matter of fact, the management just put bullets in her head like crazy. So John Wick was a lucky one. Miss Perkins was not, unfortunately. Well. So, but yeah, she knew better than to break the rules. John did too, but hey, John has to find a way to survive. But I think he'll figure, he'll figure it out probably. So, but yeah, you know, once again, shoot, that movie was good. Exceeded all expectations. That's a movie I would watch over and over and over again. Especially that choreography, man. Enjoy, enjoy it because I don't think you're ever going to see something like that again. Matter of fact, you didn't see that in the Bourne movies. Or in the Jack Reacher movies. Or in the Bond. Matter of fact, not even James Bond got nothing on John Wick. So, I'm just telling like it is. 
So that concludes this topic. And of course, before I forget, I have a little special announcement involved, you know, concerning the Avengers Infinity War movie. A new a new character has been confirmed. Well, actually, it's a character that you're familiar with, but Spider you know, Tom Holland Spider Man is now confirmed for Avengers Infinity War. So yay! But of course, you know, I was expecting that. I mean, after all, you know, since uh, Sony sharing rights to Spider Man with Marvel, I figure, hey, why not put? You might as well just put Spider Man in the Infinity War movie, right? So, but yeah, that was it. I'm gonna be retiring for the evening. So. So uh, make sure you visit us and like us on Facebook. And thank you. And y'all guys have a wonderful evening.